Oh boy, that was bad. It, it's gonna always sound like we're out of sync with each other because like Discord, and that's the point of the clap. Ah, jeez. <laughs> God will always know where you clap. That is maybe regardless. one of my favorite Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> stupid bits. That's always in my head. Oh, which one? On the first day of Christmas, my girlfriend gave to me the clap, and I left her. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I mean... It's a short story. <laughs> it's like an anti-joke, because instead of going through the whole song, it's extremely yeah. short and over. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's prepared for, oh, God, we're uh, in this for a while. Yeah, like, what What are Larry's fucking 12 days? And it's like, oh, he only has, like, half of a one day. And, so <laughs> and then just like that, it's done. Welcome to Last Minute Politics, Yay. where we talk about stand-up, but also <laughs> we sometimes talk about politics. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and every major like podcast distribution website. If you have the time, hell, even if you don't have the time, even if you're driving your car, I don't care how busy you are, get on your phone, go to one of our apps, like a place you can find our podcast, and either subscribe or give us some like five-star review and just say like... Penis, penis, penis. Well, you can't. They'll censor your review if you do that. But pen 15. <laughs> pen 15. Pen 15. Yeah, pen 15 it up. Pen 15. And tell your friends. Find us on somewhere and interact with us. Find us on Twitter at last minute pol last minute poll because they yeah. wouldn't let us put all the letters of the title because I didn't know there was a character restriction. What's <laughs> going on with you guys? Oh, Besides, not much. <laughs> we have Xander... We have Xander and Dragor along with me. I'm Pepper Coyote. Hi. Uh, again with us. Hey, any, how's it like, going? I, I feel weird doing like, a, any anything happening with COVID? We're like, uh, yep, yes, actually. in my house. Uh, I had a <laughs> COVID scare. Yeah. Oh, me too, but it was really like indirect. Tell us about yours. Yours is way better. Uh, so at the beginning of day three of having a metallic taste in my mouth, not no taste, but a strong metallic taste... And then uh, I also got the runs. Diarrhea, for those who don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. I didn't go out running suddenly. <laughs> so you had blown RoboCop and whatever his jizz substitute is. Uh, Jesus Christ. I, I didn't realize we were going right to Mecha Dick. Okay. Man. Yeah, but yeah, man, like uh, that's the I have the strange I, metallic taste in my mouth. Everything <laughs> since Krang's robot left my apartment. <laughs> it tastes like justice. <laughs> it tastes like <laughs> uh, tastes like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> wow, that's topical in a minute. No, actually, I know. No, just... <laughs> but All right, so I had metallic taste. taste in my mouth and I had diarrhea. I get a hold of doc. I try to get a hold of doctors. I leave messages. None of them can get back to me until Thursday morning. And I by then that Wednesday night is just full blown. After we watch wrestling, I'm in full blown panic attack. It sucked. <laughs> Thursday morning. I get a call that says, you need to go get a COVID test ASAP because they're not sure. Like, they know statistically loss of taste and smell is a big indicator, but change mm. of taste, they have a lot of question marks on. And if you go Google mm. it, you'll find something. So they fast track me and I go do the test and then I have to wait. Uh, the runs subside quickly. The test comes back negative. So huzzah. Their backup diagnosis was I have a thrush infection, not because of anything of conduct or behavior, but that is a very common side effect of the asthma medication I'm on. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Like and just from like the, the inhalate? Yeah, any of the powdered inhalers, they're essentially uh, corticosteroids, and mm. anything that's mildly an immunosuppressant the bacteria that gives you a thrush infection naturally lives in your mouth. So there are many ways where it can get imbalanced and go crazy. Uh, the other part, too, was I didn't have the visual signs that were obvious. If you look up thrush pictures, it's disgusting. Mm. Mine did not look like that, but I had the other symptoms. 
So you were like a partially, instead of being like weird symptomatic COVID, you were like weird symptomatic thrush infection. Yes. <laughs> That's weirdly, in a, isn't it a weird world where you're like, oh, thank goodness, it's just this weird infection in my mouth. Yeah. I, <laughs> that That is my life, though, Pepper. Like, right? I am a genetic I, I mean, reject. It's something like this about once a year. Yeah. And now anytime anyone gets sick, it's like, oh, shit, you know? Oh, exactly. Anytime you cough, it's like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Is it just early in the morning? Luckily, I just sneeze all the time for no reason, and that's not a COVID thing, so I don't get too... Alkaline coughs all the time, and I knew yeah. that beforehand. He does. He's a coffee boy. Just kinda, it's because he screams all the time. He has to have just like the driest throat. I mean, it, part of it is the weed, but <laughs> he does not. also have that's, that's the driest the, throat. Yeah, we COVID. I really, really want studies as to whether or not weed does anything for COVID because they were kind of studies, but also right. like because of U.S. regulations, we can't study that shit for any reason, let alone <laughs> like, oh, quick, do your weed test. Like it also be foreign studies. Speaking of the House measure is there that's going to get shot down by the Republicans in Mitch. Nice. I mean, yeah, keep sticking it up there. I'm, well, <laughs> that's yeah. how it passed in Illinois. It kept coming up until finally they're like. Arizona, too. Yeah. Was it decrim? <laughs> it, it took us four votes. Yeah. And then this last one, we knocked out of the park. All right. Uh, quick, as, uh, qu hey. quick aside. Legalize weed in places. Yeah, yeah. Arizona had like four votes. The most previous one in 2016 lost by like one or less, less than 2%. Super, super close. And then this time it was a 60-40 landslide mm. victory. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the landslide victory for something that won in the House that just got passed? That is no surprise to anyone. <laughs> Are we talking about the fucking the military budget that like, oh, yeah. all these leftist progressive Democrats like we must resist. We must fight Trump. We must stop the military industry. We must help people with COVID. Oh, you have a seven hundred billion dollar military bill that you want to get through. Yeah, no problem. Every single one of us will vote for that. And then we'll go back to complaining on the Internet that we have no power or no leverage. Fucking threaten the military spending and suddenly Republicans will get the fucking line over whatever you want. They know that is untouchable. And I hate it. Yeah. I saw Ilhan Omar speak out about it. I don't know what she voted, but. Did she, I was going to say, those people are probably, they're like 70 votes against it. Yeah, talk mm. for a second. I'm going to look up who voted out. Yeah, sure. I just, it was overwhelmingly for the budget. And what's ridiculous, and I'm sure you saw this too, Dragger and Pep, uh, is just like, they're like, we're very proud that we always pass this and on time. Like, why? <laughs> because it's what? it's protecting America, it's supporting Fucking the troops. It is it is bullshit nationalism to an extreme. Did you it's know scary. if you restrict military budgets? By the way, I don't support canceling the military. Yeah. There are these things called other countries, and both unearned reasons and then earned reasons for shit things we've done. There's enemies out there. It's good mm -hmm. to have defensive measures part of the reason we have borders is so the state the entity you're in can on a grander scale protect you however mm -hmm. i don't want that to come at the cost of goddamn schools i am getting increasingly upset at how many google searches i have done that do not return the vote roll for who voted how on this 700 billion dollar fucking authorization act i just can't find it like That's i'm kind I have of articles sad. i have articles design. all over the place telling me how many republicans how many democrats but not who i can't just mm. get my fucking list i have to know the actual name of the bill and god damn it i am going to find it like <laughs> i'll just edit out a big chunk here where we fucking wait for me to find <laughs> hold up 2020 house vote maybe this is it okay here we go now i have hr 6395 congress.gov <laughs> i think we're here okay yeah. wait this wait this describes the bill this is a summary Oh my fucking god! Can you tell? I know who the co-sponsor is now. I know who the committees are, and I know where the la okay all actions. Like, give me the all actions. Did There's you the know, listeners? This is a symptom of a heavily dysfunctional representative democracy. This information should be effortless to acquire. Yeah, I basically. think I found it. Office of the Clerk of the U.S. House votes by. <laughs> I finally found it. I Holy found it. Shit. So okay, here's the path I had to take to find it. Wikipedia to Congress.gov. The Congress.gov page specifically for only this bill has so much shit on it. Like it's okay. And then there's, there's a little tab called actions with 172 actions. And then within that, you go down to the like sixth, mo third most recent action, and it will say roll number two three eight. And that takes you to clerk.house.gov. 
slash votes slash a bunch of numbers, and I think I now have it. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. To remind everybody listening, the only reason this is like a big deal to me and why I'm like laboring over how stupid this is, this is a national thing that is 700 billion, with a B, dollars in funding to go blow up poor people so Elon Musk can have his fucking cobalt. That's what this money is for. And I can't easily even figure out what the fuck happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, who by voted design. for what? Okay, let's see. So I want to organize by votes here. Let's go for nay, because there's only like 35 nay votes. Uh, who we got? We got California Dem, uh, Barragan voted no, Independent uh, Amash, bunch of Republicans. We got Blumenauer, Democrat from Oregon. Both Oregon people voted no, or two of them. Bonamici. Pennsylvania, nice. They voted no. Brandon Boyle. I'm just going to read all of them. There's not very many. <laughs> we got Judy Chu voting no in California. New York Clark. Who the fuck else? Is there anybody that we fucking know here? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You mentioned Ihan Omar. Did she vote no? Let's see. E-F-G-H-A-J-K-L-M-N. Ocasio-Cortez and Omar both voted no. Thank fucking go. God. They're not okay. just full of shit. Because you, you can't talk that much shit and then vote for this, or I'll be like, look, <laughs> guys, you're being absorbed into the structure that you all fought against to get to where you are. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about some politics. <clears throat> we all keep... We missed my topic last time, so we're starting with me, and now we're going to okay. not do... We're going to end up not doing someone else's because we talked about the Blue Collar Comedy Tour for half an hour. <laughs> but I like, I like doing it. Can't be in t- we can't we this is last I call it last minute politics because we didn't call it last minute like fucking around and also politics. The politics are last minute because we have an hour and twenty before I disappear. <laughs> okay. So uh my topic for, for the week, for the fucking bi week <laughs> for the <laughs> half of a month, whatever you call it. Uh I wanna it, it's hard I don't even know like how to approach this point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read an article first here. Okay. So this is from uh, the this is from the the, the WAPO, the Washington Post. YouTube said it suspended right wing channel One America News or O A N N that we've been hearing about more recently mm-hmm. for one week, beginning Tuesday. This is like last Tuesday, so this is already like old news for violating YouTube's policy against misinformation related to the COVID nineteen pandemic and temporarily stripped the channel of its ability to make money. They they demonetized and kind of sort of whatever I guess deplatformed uh, OANN for like a week. Uh, this action against OAN, which Trump's allies have praised in recent weeks while raging against Fox News for supposedly for supposed disloyalty. Yeah, like Fox is not 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 weird enough for the president. OAN mm-hmm. is there is his new thing. You've probably heard. Uh, during this month's election, uh, was the latest sign that Silicon Valley was prepared to enforce policies against false and misleading information, even against those aligned with the president. YouTube spokeswoman Ivy Choi said, OAN, which has 1.2 million subscribers on a YouTube video, which, uh, 1.2 million, how, what are, what do you guys think of that in terms of, you're, you're both familiar with YouTube, <laughs> how big of a channel is that? Oh, boy. That's, um, that's big. But like, if you look at it's the not peak, big for it's a, big. a news network. No, it yeah. would be big if it was like my channel. I'd be like, oh, you have a kind of a big channel. But like Markiplier has like a hundred million subscribers. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, he, well, then you're starting to get in the discussion of outliers. But if you're at the a million, YouTube. that is a significant deal as far as how likely your videos are going to show up as suggestions in the algorithm. That's a big deal. Still something, but OAN has a distribution past YouTube, I guess is what I'm kind of, is yes. the, the point-ish I have there. YouTube is not their primary thing. Uh, they violated policy, killed, yeah, talking about COVID. Let's see. In addition to lose the ability to post new videos, OAN has been suspended from the partner program. You know, tra- they, they lose a small amount of their ad money and stuff like that. Oh, sorry, there's one more. <laughs> Google, which owns YouTube, has joined other leading temp- tech companies this year in enforcing increasingly strict rules against misinformation that may confuse people uh, about the nature of spread treatment of novel coronavirus. So the reason I talk about this, most people would look at that and say, hey, that's a good move. We should be like penalizing OAN. And I don't disagree. I do not want to advocate for further distribution of the kind of misinformation that OAN is throwing out there. Heck, if you go, I don't know if they're still doing it, but for a long time, they they just keep putting up the election map where they just haven't filled in a lot of states to mm. make sure it looks like Trump either could win or is winning. Like, they just have a weird electorate. Like, that's the level of delusion they're operating on. But at the same time, 
people look at this decision and they're like, oh yeah, this is good. We are fixing the problem. But what I see happening is uh, not even slow motion. It's not even unobvious. The new way we're going to deal with stuff is that we just look for like daddy tech company to solve the problem for us. Mm. Which is also seems to be why like Biden is filling his cabinet with tech executives. So the new mode seems to be someone is doing something wrong. Let us complain to whichever tech company. Like who is the manager that I must speak to to fix yeah. this problem for us? And that seems that's like the way the new way to gain satisfaction over what are like societal issues is, oh, we'll take down their YouTube page or, oh, we'll, we'll block their Facebook account. And we're kind of like, we're abandoning even more collective community responsibilities to rando CEOs and people sitting in like censorship farms like Facebook does where you have to like review videos of decapitations all day and go, <laughs> nope, can't post that. Like that's what, that's how we're going to like legislate morality now. What are your thoughts on it? I don't know if I have one single point. It just so, seems bad. <laughs> uh, I have been a creature of the internet in tech essentially my entire life. I grew up with it in my household. Uh, and for record, I am almost 35 years old. Uh, what you're describing, this has basically been the thing for about 15 years. And it's just only become more apparent lately. Here's what I want to try and extract from you is is your issue that it is a handful of companies in this amorphous cloud making these decisions like is is your issue with it divorced from the fact that the internet is here and isn't going away or is the the fact that it's internet and decoupled from physical living how much of that is in play for you or is that not something you've thought about uh, my my issue is is a com a combination of concentrating power over these kinds of decisions in just fewer and fewer hands. Where mm. now it's not even that like compared to this, taking something to a literal courtroom still has more more like justification to it. More people are looking at it. Yes. More decentralization of power. There's still like an appeal court or whatever the fuck. Everyone hates how YouTube deals with any issue they have. Right now we're talking about like a concentrated on purpose misinformation thing. What if it was like you used a song that you didn't want them to use? No one likes how they deal with that either. So let me zoom out. And this has been true of tech companies at large that essentially never needed or had a physical presence. So you can get a hold of someone at Microsoft without too much effort for something because they had to have that structure. They have had physical person help desks to do business support contracts. Google has never had that, nor have they needed to, and they have spent their entire lives fighting the need for it. So it's, it's two parts. One is, so if you were to pragmatically look at Google's history when they were still having their motto of don't be evil, that was still <laughs> there for, for essentially yeah. the following reason of you go back it's still true today, but you go back far enough and culpability and where things fall legally with regards to the internet was a rat's nest of a fuck awful situation. So it was, <laughs> no one knew the out, what the outcome would be. It hadn't happened yet. And it still hasn't happened for a large degree. So the, the non-evil history is they kept punting on it because as soon as you dip your toe in there, you're in it forever. Oh, yeah. My argument is that it's it shouldn't be their responsibility in the first place. It's not that I'm like, oh, Google, YouTube, LinkedIn fucking should do better. It's that that should I not agree. be their job or business. It unfortunately is a power grab and it's there and they have yes. the power. Now we just got to get it. I, I don't know what we do about it now. It's gone from like a moderation <laughs> issue to a concerted, absolutely on purpose power grab, which leads me to, here's uh, some of the members of the transition team for Biden. We got Tom Sullivan, international tax director at Amazon. He's in the State Department. Mark Schwartz, also Amazon Web Services, Office of Management Budget Team. Brandon Belford, uh, senior director at Lyft. 
Div- Divya, Divya, uh, Kumaraya, strategy executive at Airbnb. <laughs> like all these are companies that are just fucking over industry after industry. Like if we're looking for any movement on worker rights, why the fuck are we hiring the people who are trying to el- like Airbnb just is like a homelessness factory. Oh, you thought you could afford this apartment? Sorry, it's been bought, chopped into 15 Airbnbs and is basically running as a, a hotel that is unregulated. Like we have Uber except Matt, Matt Olson. We got sales director of customer success at Salesforce, Michael Hornsberry. We got Tableau software, LinkedIn. There we go. Nicole Isaac. The Salesforce one is honestly of everything listed. Not even that offensive. Uh, I haven't like, heard of that one. That's one I haven't heard of. <laughs> so this is my experience in the tech world. Uh, Salesforce is huge, like problematically huge. But in terms of the things they provide and help businesses with, both big and small, uh, they're a they're a vital vital resource. So like that one actually makes the most sense. All those other ones, fuck them. They shouldn't be there. Oh, yeah, and it's not even my issue that some of these comp that. Like, if you replaced these as CEOs and executives of different companies, of a different set of companies, I would have the same problem. It's like, why are you hiring CEOs and executives to run your country? We all wanted Trump to be the business guy, and that didn't fucking work out. So why is our new guy also trying to be the business guy? So Salesforce isn't like a business for its own merits. Salesforce is there to help and do the things that every business needs. Do you see what I mean? Like with the decoupling? Yeah, but it's... It's still an Amer- a privately owned American company under capitalism, correct? It is, and that's not great, but in terms of... So its incentives are still the same as Lyft and Airbnb and Uber and Amazon. It's incentivized to behave in the same way, and it's not like this guy is some rogue progressive dude who's going to like, oh, I'll go against the, <laughs> the normal tenets of how to make I as much money as to, possible. There, I'm, I'm saying genuinely there is a line, and I just don't know how to draw it clearly so maybe i go do some homework and figure out how to do that later this could be the cfo of my favorite company i'm just leaving that as an open example i still would not like it because why are we filling the cabinet with business executives it it, it further uh it further proves my point of the democrats are just corporatists yes like a different brand of corporatism yeah. That the Republicans are corporatists, the Democrats are corporatists. That is why when people say, oh, the Dems and Republicans are basically the same, because at the end result is I, as an employee, am treated worse and worse, regardless of if it is oil executives filling the cabinet or it is tech executives filling the cabinet. And the tech executives want to get involved in my everyday goddamn life. Exxon doesn't try to track me as much as fucking Amazon does. Yeah. Amazon runs every part of my life. They run the whole internet, and now they also are in the cabinet. They have the ear of the president daily and that fucks me up (laughs) so like here's one uh nicole isaac senior director at linkedin treasury review panel linkedin is one of the greatest tools uh the tech workforce has to essentially roundabout collude and keep salaries low (laughs) oh it's like glass ceiling but use yes sorry glass glass door or whatever glass ceiling but but use i'm sorry (laughs) i did was on purpose that wasn't a like a fuck around (laughs) That's funny. So here's my nightmare future. Uh, it seems like the Democrats want, they want to put fucking Jack from Twitter in charge of like the censorship for the nation. Correct. And we're trying to make YouTube and Google standards, not just standards for their websites, but just like standards for decorum where the, the U.S. government is, and, and all of our community things, we're kind of, ad, we're, we're advocating yet another social responsibility of, you know, like taking care of each other and deciding what is acceptable and what isn't, and putting it into the hands of about six people. So, Pepper, so how is this? Fewer and fewer hands. So, here. Sure, go for it. Go ahead. How is this that much different than what was already happening through lobbying? It's not. <laughs> that's, that's my point it's just worse and they find new ways to do the same shit more like Cut we're not even beating man, around lady. the bush anymore they don't yeah. have to stand in the lobby and yell at the representatives they work in the fucking representatives offices at this point like it's earlier they're like oh we need to there was some press release about before biden was making picks where he was kind of preemptively doing some criticisms it's like look if you limit us so we're not allowed to pick any ceos it's going to make it difficult to get the kind of representation we want implying that they couldn't hire any black people if they weren't allowed to hire ceos further implying that i guess all black people are ceos there just aren't any you can pick that don't own a multinational corporation i guess like that's the kind of shit they're doing before they even picked people 
last weird thing about this, all these people work for the same like think tank, the same like Obama era. Oh God, I got to, I freaking typed down the name of this. Did I just put it in the oh, wrong? I knew what this was too. The Damn Obama it. buddies. Ugh, oh. I, I don't have any specific reason where I can tinfoil hat point like, oh, they're doing this bad thing, but concentration of power wow all these fucking soon to be very powerful people worked at the same business so <laughs> like, uh, here's another one trying. for you because uh, you have it listed there and i suspect perhaps not a lot of non-tech people know this google was the parent company of youtube and these other things that has not been true for several years now they rebranded mm. and or formed a new company called alphabet and alphabet owns google YouTube, Everything. Android, all of those other things, similar to how Comcast rebranded to Xfinity because the Comcast name got too tarnished. Uh, the <laughs> Google execs noticed that the name Google getting tied to things inherently meant more visibility on them. Oh, West Exec Advisors. That is the, the, the I, don't, I, want, I call it like a think tank, but it's really, it's just like, hey, bunch of rich people, y'all want to sit on this board and collect checks for no fucking reason? <laughs> West exec advisors. Yeah. So they all kind of hang out. They all can coordinate a plan. And do you think that they are going to be supporting the kind of policy that will benefit me, you, or anyone listening to this? Unless Bezos, if you turned in, yeah, tuned in, yeah, it's probably going to help you. You'll be fine. Mm. But like rando workers... Are they going to push the kind of change that will in any way benefit your life? And the answer is no. All right, I got a segment. It's we're repeating segments now because we've had enough episodes. <laughs> this is my this is this week's is it socialism? Mm -hmm. I will describe a problem and then all three of us will take turns giving our quick like solution-y answer to it. And okay. possibly that answer is socialism. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I forwarded you guys a video, and even if you didn't see it, this this will still make sense to you. But Donkey, video game Donkey, released a video that called "I don't, I'm done making good videos." Yes. <laughs> Donkey doesn't want to make good YouTube videos anymore. Uh, and and the reasons cited in the thing, he essentially talks about the insane upload schedule, and if you don't upload on YouTube, if you don't play the YouTube algorithm as hard as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, what's the point? You will not succeed on YouTube unless you're already huge. And he talks about all the, like the, the barriers to entry. Imagine trying to become a big deal video game YouTube channel right now. Unless you're like NBC, it's basically impossible. Mm -hmm. So uh, th there isn't so much a problem here. I guess the problem would be uh, people being disincentivized to make longer, high effort, high quality content in big air quotes content videos stuff like that yep so what's what's your take xander surprise you're first well i would say the thing is when it takes a longer time to make said things you need more time and money and money to sustain yourself as you are working on said things so yes socialism would help because we don't make we need to crank shit out so that we can get paid, so we can pay our rent. That's why we have the system we're doing. That's why you see what you do, because they need to get as much out as as much as out as possible. You get what I'm saying. I'm gonna go in the middle, so I'm not always the one going last on this segment. All right. Yeah. Essentially, if you work for well, I say work for this is kind of my whole point. If you work for YouTube or really any platform, you could do the same thing with Instagram, whatever. There's certain incentivized ways to behave. So it's not that YouTube is your boss that comes down, like if you worked at Burger King and says you must work these hours and produce this. They don't tell you that, mm -hmm. but they curb your behavior in a way that okay, man, you can do whatever you want, but if you do not do X, Y, Z, format your thumbnails in a certain way release things in this way don't swear in the first 90 seconds like there's this huge list of ways yeah. to make your shit oh, more and successful. they don't tell you the list they like and subscribe oh no you're not allowed to know the list yeah. you aren't allowed to know exactly what it is but it's suggested you kind of figure it out by through your own like experimentation so you end up having the same wage slave ultra shit condition conditions but without even the protection uh, it's like the uberization of short films that is YouTube now, mm -hmm. where it's all on demand, and if you fail, you are just totally fucked. There is no safety net. There is no institution to help you. But if you have great success, we will demand a portion of your profits. Yeah. Why would I work six months on something for 300 views? That's what I, I can... do. By the way, Pepper yeah, Coyote see? on YouTube. Watch my high-effort videos that all have under 500 views. It's maddening. It's Pepper. maddening. <laughs> if you've... Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we at the Dragon Crew worked on uh, MST3K uh, Night of the Living Dead, where we edited a whole movie together. Yeah. It's still <laughs> it's very like, funny. So much work. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm very proud of it. But, you know, it it wasn't economically smart. What you would have to do <laughs> like, is release either one, one of those like that's like an hour long every single week or a 10 minute something every single day for the rest of your life. And you've got to pray that those ad, that ad revenue comes in eventually. Yeah. And you have to edit. You have to write the joke. You have to put it in. You have to do this and that. I mean, it's a lot of fucking shit. Dragor, you are the last word on this one. Uh, with the caveat of I agree it shouldn't have to be the case. Considering what life is today, uh, how has there are other ways to make it doing what Donkey does that he does not do? Uh, and most okay. specifically, yeah, yeah. Patreon or things like it is has exploded. You get to go directly mm. to the creator with asterisks, uh, and. He might have to scale back, but a lot of our favorite people that we check out have figured out how to make a low to modest living doing the thing they love at, for the most part, at their pace. You still have to adhere to the fact that if you go too long without putting stuff out, they're going to withdraw from giving from sure. funding your art. But that's essentially what Patreon is as it sells it to you. It's... You're not necessarily buying the thing, even though some Patreon does support that style. You're funding the artist because you like their artistic voice and you want them to create without having to adhere to bullshit pressure of YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm fascinated thing, like that Donkey, with as phenomenal as he is, or Anonymous, with how many views they get, like, people would sign up for that. Not necessarily in mm -hmm. the, like, in a... Oh, 25% of this million viewers is going to sign up. No, they won't. But that's <laughs> enough viewers that your, oh, I'm going to use a money term, your conversion rate is going to be significant enough. Like, they've got the notoriety. They just have to learn this new way to make it work. So I don't disagree with anything you said, but it's just like a neo version of tipped wages. Correct. Like, no, you don't actually get paid to do the job. You get paid based on how well you can do your fucking monkey dance for these people and hopefully they throw a dollar at you. <laughs> well, even though we, the massive ridiculous company, YouTube owned by Alphabet, the Google people, we can't do fucking anything for you. <laughs> but if you go to a totally different website, you might be able to pay your rent. Like it just sucks so bad. And if Patreon gets big enough, Patreon will suck too, just like YouTube does now. Agreed. They already introduced a pay model, remember? Yep. Patreon used to be, you can do tiers. Now it's, you must pay us to try to get money. <laughs> like, oh, it's just a nightmare hell world we all live in. All right, I must go to the bathroom. <laughs> so right. I'm going to... You were going to say, Dragger? Xander and I are, for our secret project, as we ever nudge forward on it, yeah. are looking at, do we do, do we start? with a kickstarter type thing do we mm -hmm. do we start with the kickstarter and if it fails go to patreon do we just start a patreon like thing do we sidestep mm -hmm. all of it and, and just do our own store and do as much direct sales as possible and that's the thing we've been trying to make a thing that will last long term that's going to actually be able to, to support us and to create such a thing takes a long time and yeah. planning so you get it's that fun dance of do I take commissions now and try to support myself this way or do I go for the long game and develop this thing? If that we I can... if if we so... had a loan of no interest and like easy forgiveness <laughs> of a million dollars, we would have released the thing already because we would have been able yeah. to relax, dedicate and coordinate and even hire. But because we're not lucky yeah. enough to have easy access to capital like that because we weren't born rich. Yeah, dealing with pandemic households yep. and all that shit and all sorts of all the all fun all sorts of fun problems. Listener, you're essentially listening so. to this thing, this whole situation we're describing play out in real time with this podcast, by the way. <laughs> if you can see, <laughs> right? we're sticking the first few episodes yeah. on you stick the first few episodes on YouTube or wherever for free. Then once you have a small amount of money, you get some distribution. And then if we get enough listeners, we'll eventually do a Patreon where we'll have some small rewards. Like, oh, you can sit with us. Like right now we're all on a Discord call and I would love to do a thing where if you pay a dollar a month, you just sit in the Discord. You can't talk, but you can listen yeah. to the recording session like that would be a thing yeah. where we're all going to play video games. The end, the, 
the, the fact that you have to like get out there, it's busking. It's all yes. internet busking. You have to get on the street corner and play your guitar at, at people who do not really want to hear you until hopefully maybe yep. it works out and someone gives you a small amount of money. Or it just doesn't. Or someone with a big fucking monocle says, my God, man, you should play my show, right? And then you get a million dollars. So are we on in the new uh, segment or yeah, no? Yeah, are we doing Drag War? I don't know. Drag War, it is your topic. All right, so I only gave three words for it, but there's a very specific example we're going to just dive right into. Uh, <laughs> not right into. It's call-outs, okay. apologies, and, f- and furry. So... Uh, let's get okay. some definitions in place because this is where I think some fun arguments are going to happen. Uh, oh boy! Each of us will say what we think a call out as it is in the past three months today. So you don't mean an example of one; you mean like our definition what, of yes, the Yes. What term. is your definition of a call out? Here's mine. <laughs> hey, here's this person. Maybe you shouldn't be following them. Maybe you sh- and and I'd say that would call count as a call out. Okay. And 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 usually they would. Have a screenshot of said dis- said uh, behavior, and maybe you shouldn't be following them. And that's pretty much saying okay, yeah, Pepper. That's that that's my loose definition. I think there's about fifteen different like social phenomena that are all called either call out or cancel. <sighs> Gosh, you're stumbling upon my point. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> My whole greater point, and you've talked to me ahead of this, is I don't know if I could give a concise definition of, of any of that that fits everything that is called that. Pick, is, pick that a, is that satisfactory? Uh, all right. No, no. I, I have one more challenge to you. Pick, try and pick a definition that uh, in within the realm of your average furry on Twitter, what do you think they would like? Where would you put your definition if it's framed like that? Or is it just as broad there as well? This fits all of them. So it's uh, I I would define a call-out as an attempt to raise awareness of an individual's behavior or or things they said or a picture they took (laughs) to further raise awareness of things a person did, said, wore, etc. All right. That's fair. Uh, I like that, especially because you essentially frame said most of what I would say, and I will tack on what I'm going to call the intended use coda, which is the purpose of doing what you just said is because the subject is perceived to be in some position of power or influence, and that going unchecked is bad if what they are spreading is bad. In other words... Mm -hmm. You know, the Me Too movement is a form of call-out and is important because those voices very routinely are silenced by the people doing the shitty. So that is a good example of a call-out. What both of you led towards is the highly individualistic call-out. Well, you did ask for a furry version, so I was... (laughs) So I would say most of the time when furries are calling stuff out, it is with, I'm going to presume, the good-natured intent of... It is a person with some perceived form of influence and what they are spreading is harmful. So if you're presuming the good point there, uh, we all have commented on of what use is calling out a person. uh, To clarify before I say what I'm going to say, follower count does not have anything to do with value of you as a person or what you produce or quality or anything. Mm -hmm. However, as far as Twitter is concerned, it is a modest measure of the potential voices and eyeballs you are reaching it is a yeah, it is a mild measure the of influence. perceived the the where you mentioned before yeah. the having a perceived like having a platform yes. or is a person of note oh you you said you said the other word i haven't said yet i like it person of note no platform oh yeah because <laughs> then we're gonna get to a prefix in that maybe uh so how do each of you define draw the line like do you see use do you think people should call out someone who has 68 followers when the person who notices has like two orders of magnitude more. I try to base who I use my like social media energy on based on kind of a sliding scale of, of do they have influence over the thing I'm talking about? Like 
here's two counter examples uh, doing a call out <laughs> of some rando mm. who just a random American citizen who has a weird opinion. Like I believe in QAnon or flat earth shit. And I'm just throwing that out there and then taking this complete rando, this complete nobody and being like, what a dumbass!" Like, okay, that's technically, that's a kind of a call out <laughs> versus if that person is a United States Senator, <laughs> that person call them out, please. We need as many call outs for people yeah, yeah. who actually run shit as possible. Those I view as, like, those are very drastically different examples. Now, where somewhere in the middle would be is if, to be a, to me specifically about furry, if someone who runs a fur con or a department of a con has a weird take or action or, you know, something that is relevant to what they do. <laughs> like, it can't just be, oh, this person has a, a bad opinion about the Red Sox, so I'm going to shit on them about their, like, <laughs> hospitality position at this fur con, <laughs> like. Because otherwise you're just like, ah, this person has a bad Trump opinion. It's like, yeah, but does that inhibit their ability to work first aid at this convention? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Unless they're like, I will not first aid any Jews. That'd right? be fucked up. That'd be very relevant. Yeah. Extremely relevant. I guess that's what we, that, I think that's, I think you kind of hit on what's worried about though. Yeah. I think, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what people people like to extrapolate and essentialize, but I don't want to derail uh, Drag Wars topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander, did, did you want, did, are you about there different? Uh, oh, I have nothing to add right now, unfortunately. That means uh, I'm right. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Yeah, you uh, I'm, I'm pretty in line with that. Uh, if I do, like, if I'm going to go and quote tweet a thing that blows my mind and I just want that topic and proof that another person said it out there... Uh, I do really believe in anonymizing as much as possible the source. Oh, yeah. Take a screen cap of just the text and leave all their identifying info out and be like, what a stupid sentence. Yeah. That's uh, fine. Criticize a, a thought, not gotcha. like, right. come attack this person. Use, using it as an idea, an example, yeah. as said by another human being, but without need to identify the human being as saying people like this are out there. Yeah. yeah. So let's get right to it, mm-hmm. shall we? Oh, sure, by all means. Uh, I'm going to read the headline and little summary of a news post that, if you have not seen it, there was a whole bunch of Twitter stuff going down with Pepper, and I'm fascinated by it. I am infinitely fascinated by it. This is also our mainstream minute. Yes. Okay. So I missed all of it. The Canucks, a hockey team owner, cuts ties with, with an anthem singer, Mark Donnelly, over plan to sing at an anti-mask rally. Uh, After the Vancouver Sun confirmed Mark Donnelly planned to sing in a Vancouver protest against COVID-19 health restrictions, team owner Francesco Aquilini announced that the NHL team is cutting ties with the longtime anthem singer. And now I'm going to read a couple of... I just got to throw out the reason why you might know who this is. Mm -hmm. This is the guy who there's a tape of him where he skates around while he sings. That's like his gimmick. And there's footage of one time he trips over his own mic cable. And it's like, oh, Canada, our home and native land. Trip. And he (laughs) gets up, keeps singing, and it's a hilarious video. That's the only reason you may have, like, seen him in a meme. So the initial post is, uh, I would say... Very, very harmless. We've reached a new level. The Canucks canceled this guy, the I fell down while skating and singing the U.S. anthem guy. Just as a point of amusement. But then you specifically used the term canceled because... Oh, yeah. The, that, I want to start shit. Yes. And it's, it's, I'm not saying this yeah. post was not wanting a response. No, it you was. were fishing. You were absolutely fishing. And then it's the follow-ups where things really went crazy. Uh, I think you should wear a mask. I also think you shouldn't be fired for not wanting to wear one or for not wearing one somewhere other than work. This is a huge company exercising power over a guy who barely gets paid. And then I believe the follow-up is important as well. Remember that these are calls based on public opinion, not morality or anything. The kind of rally only matters if it's seen as embarrassing to the brand. One day I'll get a show pulled because I attended some leftist event and I'll be mad then too. These are all my tweets, by the way, yes. he's reading, if that, wasn't, if that wasn't clear to the listener. These are things that I tweeted. <laughs> and uh, things got interesting. Very, very interesting. Mm. Uh, the it immediately became like, Pepper doesn't give a shit about COVID, and that is so not the conversation I wanted to Correct. have. Correct. So here's like, where with, yeah. what I said previously of uh, con- the conflict of ideals when harm is spread 
there's two things of harm at play. And in this particular case, there is the pandemic and interpretations of that. Uh, I think also what mm -hmm. you said without context is what riled a lot of people. Uh, I also think you shouldn't be fired for not wanting to wear one or for not wearing one somewhere other than work. I don't know, Pepper, like how much did you foresee that sentence being the crux of where it, it quote unquote went wrong? The fact that people ignore the first sentence in that tweet where I'm like, I'm you should wear a mask. Like <laughs> I put that sentence and they're like, oh, people are going to think I'm like an anti-mask person now. Okay, the actual conversation I wanted to have was like, what are the appropriate consequences for when someone does something that is antisocial? When someone does something at the detriment of the group or you know, whoever. I don't really care about the detriment of the company because that's like not my shtick. Right. I don't really give a shit if your company gets hurt. But um, like, how do we deal with things? Because people want to view this mm. as like, good job, the Canucks. You made this good moral decision where it's not. It's like, oh, this guy's embarrassing, so we got to fire him. I got fired for being, oh, I'm, I could be embarrassing to the place i work at so I and it was not over not wearing a mask during a fucking pandemic it was over some other horse shit and while this guy individually may or may not be a piece of shit i am never in favor of centralizing power to you know what whoever is your current employer they have complete control over your destiny and if they want to essentially sentence you to death aka homelessness they can just do that and that's fine as long as we the judges of what is good and right determine that it was a justifiable reason to fire you does that make sense? If I may uh, uh, channel my inner griller, <laughs> um, I think a lot of the reaction is that people know, people's first, uh, like Drager said, people know the first thing is, oh my God, the pandemic takes precedence over everything. And the thing is, we talk about actions. Is planning to sing at somewhere an action that can be, that you should be able to be fired for? And then where you get the conversation is where I channel my inner griller is you'll get people saying, well, if he's going to fuck their company, then he should be able to fire them. Like think like when you said you don't care about yeah. the company, how the company does fucking Americans will think, it's, oh, my God, what about the poor company? Yeah. And, and it, oh, it my is God, try to talk shit so, on the PS5 right uh, now. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the thing is like. They didn't do any. The, the the idea is like the company didn't do anything wrong. It's going to hurt their bottom line. They can hire anybody else. Blah blah blah. These are all true facts. But the thing is, it's coming from that angle of we're supposed to care about the company, and I don't know how to con counter that. You know, we are still firing some guy during a pandemic, and the reason I don't like. like I, I just shouldn't have chosen any specific example, but I did that on purpose because it's kind of like you got to challenge your actual ideals because all three of us would absolutely unequivocally be like, mm -hmm. if I said, do racist people deserve housing, food, educate, all the shit that I think are like human rights, you would all say, yeah, of course. They don't, they shouldn't just be like on the streets dying just mm -hmm. because they have like bad thoughts. Like, you know, we will try work to improve the racism part, but in the meantime, you don't get like, oh, you're not allowed to have a house <laughs> or like, like your con the consequences should be you can't afford to pay your rent or whatever. Most of you would be like, yeah, of course. But then if I list any specific example, not you two specifically, but internet people, they'll be like, oh, well, this person yeah. did X. Therefore, I have now justified why they should be on the street. All of us know how huge of a consequence a job yeah. loss is to like a rando. If fucking like Elon Musk gets canned from one of his 9,000 to give me money for doing nothing jobs, I don't care at all. He's fine. <laughs> but if some random Burger King employee who tweeted the yeah. N word two times gets fired over it, it's like that guy's fucked. Like so fucked. That shouldn't be our only tool for dealing with this. I, I agree. Like my answer immediately is. I tried prodding you and didn't get a response. My my specific question was, would your opinion change if the proper social safety net was in place? And this essentially was a, I want more than the hmm. basics to survive job. If Does we're in your a world, opinion change? If we're in a world where all of those basic needs I just talked about are met, then yeah, being fired is no longer the consequence that it was. It's it's now different. It's like, oh, yep, yeah, you were being a dick, so you got to be out of our club. It's not nearly as you... It'd be like kicking one of you off of this podcast. It wouldn't fucking ruin your life. <laughs> it would just be, oh, yeah. I'm no longer welcome in this particular place until yeah. I like demonstrate growth. And, well, well, I'm like, let's, let's, still be, well, let's still be clear. This is still a situation where that job was lucrative enough and he and his family can't afford the 
higher end limited housing and they have to move and go to less means like they still get to survive well in my future socialist utopia uh, there would never be a situation where you couldn't live in x neighborhood like what you just <laughs> described is like gentrification basically where oh this yes. neighborhood is too expensive to live in that wouldn't be a thing if you're guaranteed housing because th- what do you mean too expensive huh <laughs> because this is the place still, how are they still gonna going get to be limited at? resources mm. there's still going to be limited luxury re- i'm i'm picturing in my head limited the luxury resources likely. yeah <laughs> They don't have to live in a fucking penthouse under socialism either. <laughs> but you no, get like no, your place I am to not li- saying like the ideal imagined state. I'm saying if we were to get some form of actual socialism here in the United States, what would that look like? And jobs would still very much be a thing. And so this person losing it would be notable. I would not to keep bringing up Star Trek, but mm. in Star Trek, people <laughs> people do not have to freak out about housing, food, education, travel, the things that I consider your basic rights. So what ends up being the hit is just like it's kind of a social. It's like a loss of prestige, I guess. Like you just get you lose, a shitty you lose reputation. the big office with the nice desk. You end up with. <laughs> This is still more your material. Quarters, your quarters are half the size. Look at Deep Space Nine. They still had... You're getting into the argument of how uh, full luxury space communism actually does not represent uh, communism. I know. Okay. I have I have reached <laughs> the end of my prodding on call-outs. I will save the apologies section for next time. This is, uh, this is all I'm going to say, and it might be inflammatory. I don't know. We'll find out. But if I were the owner, I'd be tempted to a Batman and go against my principles because I know there's a pandemic and what he said might lead to deaths. So that is like where a lot of people are coming from. And I think that's why it got such a like <sighs> inflammatory reaction. Like people are like, they, they will say, Hey, yeah, this is technically against what I think, but I think I'm going to save some people's lives if I do this. And that's a real thought. The people who were the most upset with me uh, perceived me as saying, oh, there should be no consequences that ever result in anyone getting fired ever. If we want to go about this this specific, if we really have to mm-hmm. be this specific, we can't talk about the general idea, which is what I want to fucking talk about. If we have to be about this specific situation, I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know this guy's an asshole. So what you're going to do is put him on administrative leave, like the cops get when they fucking kill people. So <laughs> you're going to sit on administrative leave for a little bit. They're, the mm-hmm. NA jail is in its fucking off season they're like what if he infects yeah. his co it's like they aren't doing games this is a performative firing to try and win a little bit of brownie points that's my so, issue i i agree and that's why i'm pointing that i originally pointed out that sentence because in isolation the sentence you said doesn't carry the specific the specific oh, yeah. blah, blah, specification that they're all not gathering and getting work he's not actually introducing risk that is where i think Put him on admin leave, and then when the pandemic is over and you aren't being a, a fucking evil bastard anymore, then fire him. Be like, hey, man, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> there you go. He's like, okay, look, dude, we're okay. going to put you on leave until this time. Then you're out of here when this pandemic is over because you keep because people are like, look at all these other things he did. I'm like, you're moralizing and individualizing my argument here. But why didn't they use any of those? Apparently, he's like an anti-abortion person. It's like, well. Use your fucking performative nonsense firing and say it's because he's anti-abortion. But you won't do that because that's not a universally accepted thing. That would cause controversy. It's the overall idea of like what should happen when someone needs to be disciplined in a job situation. Because the current mode is fire them, cancel them, deplatform them, and push them in a corner. But those people don't go away. It's not like we executed them. They're still there. He's still going to that rally. He's still talking to his friends. He's still not wearing masks. Sure. If the goal is to get people to wear masks, that's a conversation we can have. How do you get people to wear masks? Give everybody a free mask. We haven't even done that. Like the Biden admin <laughs> is like, oh, we're going to do 100 days of masks. Bitch, are you fucking sending out 100 masks to every person? Well, total. <laughs> are you sending out masks? Are we getting masks for free? If you give everybody a mask in the entire country, if you sit everybody at home with a check, they don't have to worry about rent, if you cancel everybody's mortgage, and they still want to go out and be assholes, first of all, they won't be able to because all the low-wage employees that make their assholishness even possible will be sitting at home with their COVID checks. (laughs) You cannot have your anti-COVID rally if nobody's going to set up your fucking Mm. speakers and like chairs and wipe the asses of all the rich assholes who show up to it. Like... (laughs) Do you see how this all compounds on itself? And if the real thing we want to go after, we should go after the thing we want to go after, not this moralizing ass shittery. I'm just saying curses now. 
I, I think Joe's gonna he's gonna he's gonna say yes to the oh my god that the USPS wanted to send out that could have been day one and that could have been month one he'll get with your COVID that. check comes five yeah. masks in a pack some sometimes I forget when you put and us Trump together no. I sit there and go how have we not burned the whole thing down as as a society already <laughs> yeah nah we're we're and getting then I there get up at eight a.m. Uh, and. If they yeah, do fail it, I'm getting out those masks. I'll be pissed. Corporate tech bro job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's all right. You don't own a tech bro company, and you aren't firing. You aren't laying off people to, to meet fucking profit uh, quotas. And <laughs> I'll say this uh, without naming my company. I was part of an underperforming employees review process, and I just the questions that were being asked of me, I caught on. You realize, like, oh, they want to fire. And this I'm dude. like, uh, you don't have <laughs> you you don't have to confirm or deny anything. But if uh, firing is anywhere near at play, uh, no, it's a pandemic. Do not fire him. It's good. That's like using... I said that specifically to my manager, <laughs> and I was very pleased when he said nice. that has already been considered, and if an action's taken, it will be after. I mean, like, the literal least you can do. But, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Not you, like, Like, the company. (laughs) Right. So, all right, we are already way past the hour that we usually do. So, Xander, you're going to get the treatment I got last week, where we will start with your topic next time. Hey, here's here's a tease. Tell us what you're going to be talking about next recording. I am going to be talking about uh, self-help. Is it worth saving? Because I have had a long history of dabbling in and being introduced to self-help and Jordan Peterson's back in the news and that's always a thing. And I'm sure you've heard tons of things about why he's a piece of shit and I also think he's a piece of shit. But (laughs) we're just going to be talking in general. Like, is it something that we is even worth having around there is definitely something about the i mean jordan peterson would not have the insane popularity he he has if he was not relating to a a a chunk a demographic he definitely has them nailed well he's literally uh appealing to a huge demographic because he's in a system where a bunch of people aren't doing as well as they thought they would be doing and not not just distressed distressed. they're they have (laughs) basically not had self-actualization which, to an extent, is by design. You're not supposed to be able yeah. to do that under capitalism. And he's found the boogeyman of whatever the fuck cultural Marxism is, and that's how he got his foot in the door to get you his self-help book. Cultural Marxism, a, a slogan gotcha uh, talking point or whatever from the literal Nazis that says just sticking yeah, around. Yeah, means nothing. It doesn't mean anything. If you're sitting like, what does cultural yeah. Marxism even mean? Are they going to tell me? It doesn't mean fucking anything. Yeah. It, it is a vague, amorphous nothing that changes depending on who you're talking to. Two random words put together that sound good. It sounds like a thing. All right, so this is kind of a cock tease of the, the upcoming topic you just mentioned. But, uh, oh, frick, did I lose my thought? I had a, I had a freaking slam Uh-oh. dunk, like, last minute thing we were going to talk about oh no oh okay i just remembered so jordan peterson the the demographic that he's he tends to nail is like your is like white millennial dudes who as dragor mm-hmm. said have been told their whole lives this american dream lie of oh if you do x y and z you will be successful you'll have your own house you'll have a family you'll have a normal american dream life so my thing is mm-hmm. how do we how do we fucking reach those people not and we've had the discussion it is not it should not be the greatest amount of your energy put forth trying to like convince angry white gamer dudes that they should become communists. That's not the best use <laughs> of your energy, and it's also like not your job to do so. But there are an ass shit ton of that demographic in the country, and they are going to go somewhere. What do we what, what do we do? Because like, if I was a, a bad faith shitlord who had been told by four chan and eight chan my whole life that the left hates you because you're white, and then you go you go and look around, it, it's not that hard yeah. to like confirmation bias convince yourself that the left in fact does hate white people. Because like a lot of when I talk about economically abused people, obviously Man. the people who are hit the worst are marginalized communities. If you are anything but a white cis straight man. You are at, you are more fucked than the white cis straight men. But 
50 ways to straight men still are fucked. They're just like on a different level of fucked. You know what I mean? Like they're the most powerful, completely mm, powerless mm-hmm. peons of capitalism. Yeah. And like we we got kind of no, the left kind of has nothing for them. They, they're like, here, come over here. We'll call you an asshole. <laughs> 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 the, the, the hip thing to do for a while is say, ah, white people suck. Or, it's and, and, it's it, still funny, and I still say that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's it's trying to pull away from like when I say white people suck, I don't mean every single human I see that has light skin. Yeah, when I say that, I'm like Chris Columbus. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'm like white people, <laughs> like Cortez, <laughs> like the colonialists. And Those that's are like white people suck. The Crusades, yeah. the kings of England, white people suck. That's what I mean when I'm talking about that. All right, so I just said a lot of stuff. Dragor, give me your last minute, because you haven't talked in a bit, so I'm going to you first. Uh, Per what was just said, it really makes me want to get into both deplatforming and apologies, because I think deplatforming is very important. Yeah. I think there are certain people that should not be allowed to get on Joe Rogan, because it just, it, there are otherwise well-meaning people that don't know What's happening? It's there's a lot of people that fell into Jordan Peterson in like as it's a cult. Like someone well-meaning. Hey, if you want to talk about YouTube and how they algorithmically made people like Jordan Peterson extremely uh, exposed and popular, that's a conversation we can have too. Yes, and and so a reason like, why those fuckers should not be running our cultural lives. <laughs> I agree, but considering what we have here, deplatforming is important. YouTube is a place where just everyone is gonna go. It's a thing. It's out there. It's it's. It there's only has two nothing websites. to do with the website. It's just it's in your yeah. brain. There's Google and there's YouTube. They're the only websites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but and, like actually, and like while we're working on unfucking yeah. that, uh, deplatforming on YouTube <laughs> is important. I swear, I see a fucking story about like ah, there's a big firm bust of youtube and this and that nothing ever fucking happens with those oh like liz warren uh, break them up breaking up breaking up the platforms i don't know yo now that they're cabinet members like big execs in these companies i am sure that these antitrust lawsuits are going to go extremely fairly and will be no way influenced by the fact that the president's cabinet is full of basically those people's friends Okay. Oh, I'm, I hate uh, these people. You just got to do it for the right reasons. Um, Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I feel uh. like I forfeited my last minute. I talked so much this week. Ah, oh, it's okay. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to watch some wrestling. No. You guys, we, we got a fucking hour, a full hour and a half of shit for me to edit down from here. This it's all good. <laughs> hey, if you want to financially support us, PayPal, what is it? PayPal.me backslash... <laughs> Last minute politics podcast. It's going to be in the description under this. Forward slash. It costs $9 a month. For, for $9 yes. a month, we get to stay on Please Spotify and to buy new contacts. Shit. So give us at least that. <laughs> and if you want us to keep keep building, uh, give us a little more. We, we want to we wanna get into things. We want to do should, a Patreon. Uh, want to hang out with you. If you guys listen to this and want to talk this shit with us, that could be a, a, an, an opportunity in the future if things go well enough. Yeah. Uh... There might be a website. I don't know. I don't know how much that matters. Do website. We do a Q&A episode. We could hang out and play video games with randos and scream about the, you know, gotcha, the, the, gotcha. the list of people who we're all supposed to hate loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Let us be performative leftists. I miss Jeff Flake. Arizona <laughs> Senator Jeff Flake. I miss hating him. He's gone now. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, he, he was a huge flake. He absolutely was a flake. He had a good name. <laughs> Ah, Whenever times flake. got tough and he had to actually make a right. call, he flakes out, but he loves to get on TV. He's like That's a Mitt Romney. Yeah, it's awesome. He was out. He's like, no more <laughs> politics for me. And got screamed <laughs> out in the elevator. I remember that. How about uh, Xander? How about, do, do you miss the oh. odd times that What's were up? the end of Rod Blagojevich? Blagojevich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, you guys live oh, in Illinois. I, I, I couldn't stop hearing about Rod because of Blagojevich had a huge you know. scandal. He was a point like he was trying to s- literally sell up like what was it a cabinet position or his own Senate seat or some shit. 
A Senate seat, basically, yeah. Yeah, Obama. He was selling Obama's yeah. now vacant, well, previously vacant Senate seat because he won the presidency. And he's like, I got this thing. I think I'm supposed to just fucking give it away? Like, that's a, a tape of him like, what, am I supposed to not sell this Senate seat to the literal <laughs> highest bidder? It's him on tape saying that. It's great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Illinois has got a history of sending... Our, our governor's to jail, though. Thank you for hanging out. This has been Last Minute Politics. I'm Pepper. Yell your names. <laughs> I'm Dragor. I'm Xander. <laughs> A Ayo. good name.